Vegas forever. Oh, tell me all about it. Well, I'll say this. We are here on day six. <laughs> Something has happened. I can't even tell. And I, in the best of times, I haven't played Las Vegas like this in ages, right? Yeah. So I used to, the first time I came to Vegas was 97, 99, something like that. And you I got to do part. Excalibur, Catch Rising Star, Kevin Kearney. Did you, oh, what about Winston O'Rourke? Did she ever book you too? Never or did. Or Sharippa. I never worked for oh. uh I never worked for those banana heads. I worked for my own banana head, Kevin Kearney. <laughs> and um he it was he was always super nice to me, actually. It was always pretty good. And the last time I did it was probably 2008, 2010. Oh. And I and the Catch Rising Star had lowered it to one show a night, and it or two or two shows. At one point, I think it was three shows. It was ridiculous, but it was a, sh- a comedy show, Thunder from Down Under <laughs> comedy show. Okay, completely banana. I mean, it's nuts. I uh, to show the actor is naked uh, Australian men. We sh- we should Chippendales, but uh, Melbourne, Melbourne, but from yes. Melbourne. Oh my God, I'm already horny. Oh my God! They, the, the the green room reeked of Axe body spray, just reekity reek reek. I love it. I love that. <laughs> nope. And then so, and then I did the ill fated um, Laugh Factory about eight months ago. And what I liked about the Laugh Factory was that it was only three or four days, three or four nights. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like about the Laugh Factory was that uh, the other comics I worked with were hackety hack hacks, which isn't their fault. But uh, the the feature was super mean, and that is his fault. Oh, so, that we- oh, I remember that week you're talking. Yeah, about. you remember that week. And then this, I am, um, I I love this format. It is a long, long week, and I do mock yeah. it on stage. Yeah. And uh, and Essie and Liz can see me mock it in New York because <laughs> uh, somebody sent me a, a screenshot of my set that was playing in the New York comedy cellar. Oh my God. In the video village at New York comedy cellar. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, so 14 shows, I I've done 12, yeah. 15 minute sets, uh, Mark Cohen, the hosting. Yeah. And, um, I met him very briefly in the late nineties. Right. And so he is, uh, did he, he do Super 8 commercials or something? He hosted Make Me Laugh. Okay. I, I never met him, but I've been aware that of his life uh, since. And right back after. Right. Uh, your name has come up. Oh. And he is aware of your life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's usually the response i get from most people yeah, and, and, uh, around I've, heard, I've heard of her i've heard of her and that's what and he actually dated uh bonnie mcfarland for a while right yeah 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 okay and so um yeah so he he is he's been doing this job for five years five or six wow. years 
And the first year, is he didn't have any nights. He's a house MC. 14 shows a week until the first year he did all every night. And now he does six nights. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Oh, that's a lot. That's and he's, hard. you know, it is hard. It's hard. He's grinding it out. He's He's bringing it. He's bringing great energy to the shows. It's kind of amazing that he can sustain it. Yeah. And um, and then there's three other comics. Um, I am the only woman. Uh, there's a very nice. Uh, they're all incredibly nice. Uh, yeah. There's a nice young man uh, named Landry who um, who is very silly and smart and interesting. I like him. Rocky Dale Davis. Rocky Dale Davis is, uh, he's got to be 25, 20, maybe 30, maybe. And uh, he's got 800,000 followers on TikTok. And um, are they doing shows? Of, like, like are, is he filling the room? Is it other? Yeah. Other rooms. Okay. This thing, nobody needs to fill this room. It just fills because it's the comedy cellar. Gotcha. And, um, and he, um, uh, and we're all doing 15s. And, uh, so the 15s were a little weird. That's what I like about it. It has that New York vibe where everyone does 15s. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I, I also like about it is it's the comedy cellar. So, um, nobody cares what you do. Like material wise, right? right? right. You, get, right. you get to yeah. do your fifteen, yeah. And if it's uh, right wing or if it's weird, you know, whatever it is, if it's left wing, if it's if it's dirty, if it's clean, it doesn't matter. Uh, there's hundreds of comics, and just go do your fifteen. And so that's one of the things I love about it. And then, um, so Rocky does a lot of crowd work. And, you know, he's got material, but he's, uh, he's literally just, he's like, who are you? And, uh, <laughs> so, and then there's Michael Yo, who's been in, I think as long as us and he's the only one selling merch. Okay. I, I try, I tried to sell merch anyway. He, he, he had a very bad case of COVID very early on in COVID. He was one of the first comics. Like, I think he was hospitalized. I think, I mean, it was like, public information yeah yeah. so uh that's incredible that he's okay and didn't he he moved to las vegas right yeah yeah all three of them live there yeah live here and mark of course wow okay a lot of comics do right and i live there and um in fact uh my feature this week dj uh, sandu lives there as well yeah uh well there's five clubs now yeah. there's a bajillion clubs and uh ron i've been hanging out with ron via bunch and he's yeah. in with four of the clubs which is awesome nice yeah and um well and so wait did you have another comic was it gary well, uh no no gary said what there was some misunderstanding as to who was booked but the um so michael yo is the only one selling merch Okay. And I had to, I had to quit. I tried to sell merch the first three shows. Yeah. And remember there's 14 shows. I had 11 more shows. Uh, So um, (laughs) I, the third show, I was like, I, and and the way Yo does it, it's amazing. But I had to make a decision of either doing stand-up comedy or pitching my merch. (laughs) And I decided to do stand-up because it's more fun. But I have been, and 
Vegas is always, I mean, I'm just going to keep talking because I have to tell you that Vegas is so, it's, first of all, uh, I've been to the Mega Mart Area 15 Museum twice. My niece was in town staying at the Rio, the same place, since Wednesday, only noticed on Friday that I was here. <laughs> I didn't know she was here. I haven't seen her actually since I think before lockdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was there with her new boyfriend, really nice guy, liked him. And uh, they came to the second show Friday. Um, I had a couple of fans come, fans of the show said hi to you. Yeah. And uh, and then a friend of mine and her daughter who just turned 21, they flew here. I think it was Thursday, Friday night. And so they just left this morning. And so, and I've been hanging out with Ron a bunch and I'm, I'm still being driven mad. Right. <laughs> well, wait, so, how Yo sell his merch? What's he do? What do you mean? Like, his, um, what's his merch? Is it tied to a, a line in his act? So it's like an easy thing. That, you know what? It isn't, which is why he, why I think it works. Oh. He, he has one line about just uh, his racial makeup. Yeah. Much like my Italian Armenian. I mean, we all got something. Uh, Italian? Irish, Jackie. What's yeah. happening? I, um, this is a new channel after seven years of this podcast. Right. It's like, she's Italian? She's no, Italian. Um, and so, maybe because uh, Kyle asked me if I'd seen Mario Brothers. Maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will say that... Um, yeah, no, he, his his merch is entirely T-shirts and hats that have the the letter Y and a panda for uh, the O, yo. Mm-hmm. And because he talks about how he's a panda, uh, his his ancestry is actually right that of a panda because he is black and Asian, right? Um, so <laughs> he just sells that, and he just sells that, and he sells oh uh, from the look of it, plenty of it. Oh my God. And yeah. so were, was it where people would spend a hundred bucks on him and then they had no money left or you just didn't want to do the work? Well, they, I, 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 I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I didn't sell anything. The three shows I sold. Wow. Because I was so combobulated in my head with the 15 minutes, you know, in New York, it's not like, or in LA, when you do those, those sets, you're not selling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I uh, and if I ended up doing one of the jokes that went with any of my merch, it didn't really didn't really go. And, you know, I was talking to Mark Cohen and Mark was like, well, at one point he said, don't actually use the whole time to pitch your merch. And I said, you're not wrong. I wasn't planning. (laughs) I mean, you're probably not wrong to say to a comic such a thing. Right. 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 Because a comic, not me, but uh, I, a comic might do such a thing. So, so tonight's the last night. I fly to North Carolina tomorrow, crack of dawn, to do uh, a show with Maria. You have a show on Monday night. Monday night. Ooh, and then I have one on Tuesday and one on Wednesday, and or there might be two on one of those nights. But whatever it is, your flight out of Vegas is it a nonstop? Oh no! Oh no! Okay, and it's Southwest. And it leaves oh, at 5 a.m. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I thought about Las Vegas is there's always flights to everywhere all the time because they're always trying to get people in, you know? So, right, right. Uh, I also, uh, here's the thing that I usually do with uh, gambling. 
Mm-hmm. I usually wait until about Thursday. I wait as long as I can, especially with a full week, seven days. Mm-hmm. I started gambling on Monday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember how Rickles had to work Vegas? Yeah. Because he owed money. Uh, I think if I, oh, went to okay. Vegas, yeah, yeah. if I went to Vegas a lot, uh, I think that's what would happen. Oh, no. Yeah, I have. Uh, Jackie, I have you, don't have some a, money. you don't have a gambling sponsor now, do you? You would think I should have a gambling sponsor. It's uh, <laughs> a bit of an, I have a bit of an addictive personality. <laughs> so um, I I haven't lost that much money, mm-hmm. but I've also spent a fair amount of money um, uh, going out to eat and taking cabs and getting out of getting out of the hotel. Yeah. And I bought some fun earrings. Anyway, but I, I mean, on the, for the, it's been really nice. It's really nice of Ron to hang out with me today. Um, I'm going to go over to his house and do my laundry and he's wow. going to help. I have a callback and I have to shoot it, but I forgot my tiny tripod. Oh, all right, cool. That's great. So you're doing like an audition. That's nice. Yeah, we will see. We're all at Ron's house. I want to know every detail, how many bathrooms. What what okay. uh, what does comedy money get you in Las Vegas? That's what I want to know. He's in an apartment, okay, with his fella, and okay. um, they are genuinely a couple of the nicest guys in the world. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, I I am exhausted. I had a six a.m. flight this morning. Okay, you're home. I can't explain. <laughs> uh, I forgot to buy a plane ticket. For for the my punchline gig, maybe because it's it's home. I yeah, I just didn't think. Uh, maybe I thought it was gonna drive, but anyway, I, have, I had to buy them at the very last minute, and the only reasonable priced airline ticket was the six ten flight out of SFS. Wow, yeah, I feel awful. I sorry I overslept. Um, the my phone was going off. I just was sleeping. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, but I had a really fun week of the punchline okay uh my pictures on the wall i'm on a wall with some exclusive company including dave chappelle um it's <laughs> i like it uh yeah uh it was uh fun shows there was, friday was cinco de mayo which hurt oh yeah and the warriors were playing i guess i don't know the warriors are doing really well and san francisco somehow automatically like in the past few years, it's become a basketball town because the Warriors moved to San Francisco, I guess. I don't know. I All I know is I, I'm like, I see empty chairs. What the fuck? got this fucking basketball team. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're really fun shows. I dropped a lot of material. Um, I'm like, oh, I'll, I never need to, need to do these chunks again unless I just want to take them out for a spin like an yeah. old car, like Leto with an old car around mm-hmm. Burbank, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, have, you know, and ha- it's nice to not, it, you know, when you're doing it, Chuck, and you're like, but it works, you know. Yeah. It. yeah. And then you're like, no, I'm not doing it. And it's it just feels a lot lighter on stage, you know. It's so freeing. Was, yes. yes. I was feeling that and uh, still doing like, 54 55 to an hour even without this extra stuff and uh you know it feels good and also like i've tried to fuck around the crowd there's no you know it's just um 
feels, uh, I feel freer right now. You know, I'm not tied to honing bits, although I'm trying to hone new stuff and stuff, but still, um, let's see. Uh, I got my rough cut of cis grease slut, but I haven't watched it yet. I, I, I need to watch it today. Mercifully Bruce watched it and made some notes. So I might just go what Bruce said, but I, I guess I have to watch it once. Um, because I can't complain about it if I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to complain about it as soon as it comes out. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good to be home. I, I kind of had a cold the whole time. I still sound a little hoarse and I just, uh, didn't want to, you know, push it too much. So I didn't do much, you know, I kind of was in the hotel. I didn't work out very much. I only worked out yesterday. You know, I was just trying to like conserve my energy. So I had all of it to give at night, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of walking around ferry building, you know, that kind of thing. Maureen Langan came out on Friday. We went out to lunch and, uh, she's working on a set for something. So we were just kind of talking about it. And then she did a set last night and, Oh, good. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really fun. It was cool. And I just feel awful because, uh, I had very little sleep. Um, but Speaking it. of feeling, I, I, there's so much secondhand smoke. My throat is raw. Oh, I forgot. They don't have, they don't have good uh, filters sucking that shit up. It's, um, uh, it's not like the nineties, but it's, there's smoke everywhere. Right. And, and I, and so I have the scratchy throat and, and I have sinuses. I have to figure out how. Like, I think it's just Sudafed, right? Is that what can clear out my, my sinuses? I Because it, it's it's travel. It's just travel sick, right? I just get kind of travel crud. Yeah. And it's gross. And I wish that there was a way that I could take a pill or I could. I don't want to get a neti pot. <laughs> I don't want. Uh, I, don't, I have absolutely no interest in that. Um, Do you have a I, mask with you to wear around the hotel? I would genuinely think that would help you right right you would think yeah i got masks i got masks um so um i did the zip line over fremont oh i heard what's fremont is that just the street that's the fremont street is the the old downtown that has yeah have you ever been there with the overhead uh there there's essentially a screen above a seven block street that shows ads and shows wow it's so Vegas. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I didn't do the super, but you can do where you f- live, you fly and you go the whole length of Fremont street. You can also do one where you're kind of sitting, you're just in a harness like this. Yeah. And that's the one I did because I don't like heights, but the kids wanted to do it. And, um, and my friend's it? kids, oh, okay. my, my, my friend's kids who, um, who came and they went Superman style and I did the other one. And so we were separated anyway. I didn't need to do it at all, uh, but it had already been paid for. But what was terrifying was the walk up. So they put the harness on and then you have to walk up hundreds of feet, like just like one flight after another. Okay. Yeah. Just one. And so every flight I was like, I would look out the, the cage of the thing and I'd go, I'm going to die. <laughs> and then I got to the top and the only thing I could think was like this is a ride people do it hundreds of times a day they clearly would be sued if this wasn't safe and so 
I was scared. I was scared. I was scared. And then they put the thing on. And luckily, you don't have to jump. It's not like jumping out of an airplane. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make the real decision <laughs> to do it. You walk down some steps. And then the thing you're hooked on kind yeah. of jerks you forward a half an inch. And all of a sudden, you're sitting and you're kind of hanging. And then it begins. And you're like, okay, this is fun. Oh, and cool. so. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know that I would do it again, but uh, it was all right. <laughs> so um, other than that, I have I have the wrong dates that I bought flights for. Oh, no. Right. Well, I, I guess so I got to fix it. I tried to fix it the other day, but I, I got sucked into something else. And it was, um, so I'm going, I'm doing Milwaukee. So I'm, well, I'm going to my... Uh, so my sister is uh, converted to Judaism. So my nephew has his bar mitzvah this month. Okay. So we're going to Minneapolis, Andy and I, for the weekend. Right. And oh, I, I was talking to him and I was like, and, and Darla, and, and they're so understanding. I was like, I don't know if I can go to all four or five events. Oh, my God. Because I oh, that's insane. solo time with Andy Ashcraft. Oh, my God. And uh, and Daryl was like, please do. Please. Yeah. Because you know, between his family and my family, we have not spent a lot of time alone that's a that's a the way to do it though i mean when my kid turned 13 i think we you know went to in and out but it, we sat in the restaurant like we really did it up uh <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't drive through good for you yeah, good for you. yeah so I, I i love that idea of a big celebration when someone turns 13 it's a big deal it's just yeah. i don't know i'm not jewish so it's not it's not i wish i was I wish I wish we'd no, done I, it. And no, I'm not, because I, it, it should be Catholic, but we didn't. We, you know, I'm an atheist, so we didn't do any of that. I mean, my kid is missing out on these sort of uh, cultural the catechism, uh, yes. cultural uh, observations of age and moving from one age to the next. Right. It's not like when uh, Tina Fey in, in her book was talking about how uh, she was at some some speaker thing and it, or some whatever but the question was put to hundreds and hundreds of women in this room how did you first know that you were a woman like it wasn't like when you were 13 you got your ears pierced they took you out to lunch and it was a delightful you know there was a, a, the tiniest of all ceremonies or a bat mitzvah right uh instead uh all, he, she said almost every single woman well, I knew when I was first cat called. Well, I knew when I was first, you know, some guy driving yeah. by in a car said, hey, what the fuck you? And uh, so it was yeah. all very disturbing. <laughs> yeah, so, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, as soon as as soon as somebody uh, too much older than you wants to uh, screw you. Sex with you? Then, yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, <laughs> I'll say, so Mark, Mark, uh, that's, that's the atheist bar mitzvah is when my son is being sexually harassed by somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's what he'll know. And uh, so so I'm doing Milwaukee, and then I'm doing one show at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. Nice. And um, and I didn't change my flight. Uh, so I have to change my flight till after Lincoln Lodge. And um, and then the Oshkosh guy, your Oshkosh guy uh, tried to hook me up with a Thursday. Yeah. And it's, I, I think it's just too quick. It's too quick to to make it happen. Uh, and I volunteered to drive my dad around for that those four or five days. Oh, so, sure. yeah. 
Is is it Delta? So uh, are you able to change without? Uh, yes. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. I'll be able to change without. Well, so nice to be you with all your miles. Mm. So uh, <clears throat> Mark Cohen uh, was doing a, a, a joke, just a, a gambling joke, right? And he said that uh, he said, you know, I'm a lot like Leonardo DiCaprio. I hit on sixteen, and um, <laughs> I was like, I hit on sixteen. Yeah. Okay, Leonardo. I, I thought I was thinking Da Vinci for a second. I'm like, oh, was he was he bad too? But DiCaprio. Okay, good. And so, and I said, can you please do that joke with Jeff Ross? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> did he laugh or is he friends? He did. No, he laughed. And okay. uh, but and uh, but he's probably friends with him anyway. Yeah. But uh, the uh, but he did do a Bill Cosby joke that I liked. So yeah, all right, that was cool. And um, so your your uh, your video posted by Black Twitter about Black Twitter, uh, and it blew up. It's like um, two hundred fifty thousand yeah. views. Don't tell. Oh wow! Don't tell. Um, comedy. I did it a while ago, and uh, because I'm releasing all this stuff on um, special, I didn't give them the whole set. Which I, I'm like, huh? Should I? But. You know, it's yeah. Uh, so uh, they put out the black. They they cut up a minute. They cut it into a minute and put it up, and it's doing pretty well. Um. It's so funny. Uh, so I did press on Thursday, and the guy dro- drove me to press. Yeah, I mentioned something about Black Twitter, and he said, "I didn't know what that was, but I saw this clip of this woman comic. It was you." It was me, and he didn't know my name. So that's he exactly he what know. I wanted. Yes. Well, but the thing is, is just some random, you know. Sure. Again, he works in the comedy industry, and he was very nice. I did a local Vegas TV. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. saw that. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so this guy, Captain America, uh, his name's his his name's Chris Evans. Yes. He's like a. He's like a it's not, it's not Captain America. Yeah. No in uh black twitter and uh so he reposted it and i was like oh shit <laughs> i just kind of like i hid behind a little wall and just watched and read uh mm. comments um sherilyn, and they were all positive very positive sherilyn eiffel who is the legal she's like the legal defense for the naacp and uh i follow her on twitter her sister was the may she rest in peace amazing gwen eiffel she like was like that was funny i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool but you know yeah it's but, but not get, captain not captain america it's n-o-t-c-a-p-n america yeah, yeah. his name is chris evans but he's not that chris evans so he uh, just, oh go ahead yeah he just tweeted it and he's like who's the what do you say or he was looking for it and i was like don't guys don't look for it. <laughs> don't, don't don't look for it. No, he no he tweeted it and said she got black twittered or she uh, yeah. Know, but then then he yeah. started looking for the interaction, which is oh oh, which is fictional. Yes, it's or, or it's minimal. I can yeah, tell you the story behind it, but I don't even want to do that. Like, just fucking enjoy it. Don't search for it. Someone else accused me of like of profiting off someone else's jokes like and I'm like well i mean i um, it, it, it didn't go that it, it didn't go by whatever okay yeah yeah, yeah. But i don't want to get it doesn't matter if yeah. it's funny to you 
then it's a successful bit. You don't have to worry about whether every single part of it is absolutely Every single beat is absolutely true. Please do not. Right. Yeah. And um, there are truisms, just like with all the stuff with my kid, there's a core truth in there about me that made yeah. me write it. And yep. then, you know, it goes, and then, then you wrote I, it. Then I have to go follow the audience, what they're laughing at and see what they're laughing at, you know? So, yep. Mm-hmm. But he did just, uh, uh, the Chris Evans guy. Yeah. He, po- he posted a picture of the coronation. Yeah. Did you see that tweet where he said, what in the Etsy shop mess is this? I'm just going to read it to you. All yeah. that colonization and blood diamond money. And y'all are serving us party city. Yeah. He's like, are you new to his uh, feed? He's very, he's, he's uh, no. funny. No, but I, but I had not seen that before. So it was yeah. kind of, it was yeah. kind of, and, uh, so, oh, uh, Instagram offered me an opportunity to get verified and then, uh, told me that it would cost me $15 a month. So, oh, that's weird. Do you know why? Cause, uh, somebody created, um, they, cre- uh, essentially Elon Musk created a, a way to charge people years, for it. Years. And, and so, and so Facebook was like, all right, if it works. You know, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, as they say. Oh, my God. So I will not be doing I got it. verified on Instagram. I'm, I've had one month of verification, and I love it. I want it to remain elite and unattainable to most. Yep. They took away my verification on Twitter because uh, I was oh, yeah. giving $10 a month. So, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this is uh, Rocky... Uh, uh, Rocky was uh, explaining to me how to uh, get some algorithm because his girlfriend is a PR person and she was looking at his videos and she was like if you tweak it like this and if you just do this one thing uh, you'll get more hits and he was like I don't know and he did it and now he has 800,000 followers on TikTok what <laughs> like <laughs> Is he doing uh-huh. anything unique to TikTok? Is it is it um, characters, et cetera, et cetera, or what? Um, well, I asked him if I could have lunch. I would buy lunch for his girlfriend. And he said, I'm I'll sorry. tell you what it is. And then he has told me a couple of things. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, once I figure it out, I will pass it on to the whole world so that the here's whole the, world can do it. Um, I don't think a PR person wants to do their job for free over lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no oh yeah no she didn't take me up on it she's oh, okay. never she hasn't even come to see him do stand-up this week wow and that's they just real, moved here to me that's a solid relationship in stand-up is if your girlfriend mm-hmm. doesn't come to the show i mean you guys got a chance and good luck all right i think it's time to take at least one break or another Jackie-cation. It's an ad for HelloFresh, something I genuinely enjoy. You guys, uh, HelloFresh, they send you food. Uh, you, d- you didn't think of it yourself. They made things up, and it's great. With HelloFresh, uh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, you don't have to go to the grocery store. It's easy, fun, and affordable because... They take all the beeswax out of it. And it's usually more food than you can eat in one meal, for reals. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. So 
here's what I like. Stir-fried beef. Got that in. And it was stir-fried beef. And there were vegetables. And I enjoyed it because I need more vegetables in my life. So this May, HelloFresh is celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So you can try limited-time authentic recipes created in partnership with Chef Serbisani of New York City's Tagmo restaurant, and you can enjoy a cultural taste tour right in your own kitchen. Don't worry if you're not a pro in the kitchen. HelloFresh's foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps. It's genuinely literal. Uh, it's literally idiot-proof, and I love it desperately. So I enjoyed uh, the stir-fried beef. I like a ginger beef. I like all the things. It's nice. I genuinely like it. So here's what I recommend you do. You go to HelloFresh.com slash JackieLaurie16 and you use that code JackieLaurie16 and you get 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash JackieLaurie16 and the code is JackieLaurie16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Hi, I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Teresa McElroy. And we're the hosts of Schmanners. If you're looking for a good place to jump into our show, uh, we really recommend either the Playgrounds episode or the Job Interviews episode. Or if you want to go way back, you can check out the episode where we compare the differences between afternoon tea and high tea. So check out those episodes and new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Who's the comic of the week, Lori? Our comic of the week, oh, it was a woman I worked with this week at the Punchline. Her name is Becky Lynn. Um, Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, Lynn, L-Y-N-N. Uh, oh, that's Becky. Is that on Twitter? That's or on Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. She's super funny. And uh, she's Sacramento-based. And uh, she has a, a new kid. I think 18 months is how old her child is. But um, oh. Just very funny, really funny joke writer, really sharp and uh, charismatic. The crowd loved her and, uh, you know, just awesome. Nice, funny lady named uh, Becky Lynn. So find her yeah. out. And uh, she must have clips on uh, Instagram, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Super great. Funny. Really fun. You'll, you'll enjoy oh, it. that's Becky. Yeah. Oh, that's Becky. That's mm -hmm. great. Um. She has, she's, was adopted. She has some really funny stuff about being adopted. <laughs> she has a great joke about her parents being old and it's a, it's a good, it's a good joke, but also it's a timing joke that she has to land perfectly. And I just saw her land it every single night. Right. It just, it was fun to watch just boom perfectly. Yes. And then like roll back. That's so, six, that's yeah. so great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, where are you going this next week? I'm home this week. And then the following week I'm in Wisconsin. I'm at Oshkosh at the Oh, time. that's right. And then the and then the laughing. Let, let me say it so Lyle doesn't send me an email. Jackie <laughs> one syllable. Uh the Time Community Theater in Oshkosh on Thursday the 18th. And then the twentieth, I'm at the, the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. All right. Uh that is cool. Yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm I'll be in North Carolina when this goes up. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'll be in North Carolina some more. So if you go to MariaBamford.com or JackieCasher.com, you can find it's Asheville, Greensboro, and Charlotte, I think, that I'm doing. She's doing William uh, Will, uh, Wilmington. She's she's already there doing other gigs. Um, I couldn't go because I'm still into Las Vegas, but uh, that's where I'm at. Now, this summer, it looks very late for me, and I don't know that it's going to get filled because uh, everybody that does stand-up that has a writing job is now trying to get work, right? So well, uh, we we other- assume we assume they are right. Yeah, they are. The uh, all the SNL people are released and in the wild, taking up weeks like hungry bears uh, searching for salmon at a river. Um, you, writers, you don't know that, but that's what we assume is happening. I do know that, Jackie. So who got booked? Well, I don't know everyone's schedules. See, I just you know. You you don't know. You You're just creating know that a that false that. argument because we haven't argued yet on this podcast today. Okay, you know they're all taking weeks that we should be having. Okay, Every, everyone's taking weeks that I should be having. Exactly. So I don't know. The summer looks pretty grim, despite the fact that I have a special coming out. You'd think things would be getting better, but no, they're not. Um. And uh, I do have a weekend in June at the Siren um, Theater in Portland, Oregon. Oh, good, good. I love, I love her. Yeah. So, so uh, guys, come out to that. I will be busting at that point because that'll have been a month since I've headlined. So I'll be out of my mind. Um, so, you know, plan for that. Yeah, yeah. Plan for that. I, I have a little. I mean, because of. I th- I thought I was working more this month just because of the bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm in town. But maybe I'll write that solo show that I've been meaning to write. I've I've been. Uh, I'm really looking forward to working with Maria because I've got these um, these premises that need the 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 joy and patience of a Maria Bamford audience. Is <laughs> because so I'm doing the laughing tap and then I'm doing the uh the chicago gig in june mm-hmm. and then um and then i'm at the crow i'm doing sort of a longer set at the crow in la in june oh cool yeah and then uh what my big my what i think of as kind of what i is going to be kind of cool is in july i'm doing uh the san diego the mic drop yeah. the week yeah. of comic-con how are you gonna I, get where are you gonna stay well, it's not downtown. It's not anywhere near the convention. So it's really hard to find a place to stay. I remember well, they're they're, they're putting me they're putting okay. me up. Okay. But <clears throat> the good news is is if anybody's going to Comic Con or if you know somebody who's going to Comic Con, there will be parking at the mic drop. So wow. come to the mic drop and and justify give up your parking spot that you got at comic-con <laughs> right and then weirdly i'm in august i'm doing stir crazy remember What's stir crazy oh oh yeah in techniques yeah 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 i booked oh, that like a year ago he booked so far in advance i think he books one weekend and i missed the weekend he booked and i was like all right well Maybe we'll try next year. I don't know. And and then the the other thing I'm doing in August is I'm going with Maria to DC and New York. Uh, cool. And I'm looking at. And then I'm doing Acme in September. So my summer also enormously light. No, but um, just rattled off more bookings than I have. So uh, I'm jealous. Does that make you happy? 
Well, I went into September. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. know in your heart that right. I are two iconic female headliners such as ourselves not turning down work instead of taking everything that's offered our way. I don't understand it. Could have been anything. It's uh, but it's yeah. I've actually um, if this seven days is just too long. Uh, but now that I've looked at my schedule, I'm like. I wonder if she'd have me back in July. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're an addict. Um, well, it's uh, I'm addicted to stand up, and if I felt more comfortable, I would get. Uh, and after I work uh, these Maria gigs and more LA stuff, I think I'll be able because I have got, I've got great premises, man. I really do. And they just need work. They just need work. And if I could get on stage and work them out, uh, it would be, it would be really gay. Shoot. I just dropped. Yeah. And you, you can't work them out in Vegas. You can't work them out in Vegas. That has to, it has to be, uh, cause there's the sets too short. In New York, I could probably work it out. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you're not on a video village in New York. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm done. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, the other thing is like, since, I mean, I'm going to strike this week. I'm excited to strike. I've been watching everyone's strike videos. Yeah. Even though I don't want to stand out in the heat, but jealous of the community. The camaraderie. Yeah, it looks like there's really nice camaraderie. It's like a party. Yeah. yeah. And um, and they're actually shutting down productions in places. Like uh, the Teamsters aren't crossing. There's like, I think three is the minimum amount. Two or three uh, strikers, uh, Teamsters will cross that line. So they're they're not able to get into lots. So it's kind of cool. I mean, Adam Conover made this really cool video about this is actually, you're actually having a direct effect on something. You're shutting down business and this, it will end at some point because they can't keep not like the stranger things guys just said, we're not going to start see our final season because we still want to deal with all this stuff and we support this. We support the writers. Yeah. So that'll happen more and more. Um, so it will end at some point and then perhaps writing can be a kind of a career again. I, I mean, I felt so, um, like useless and just like, Oh, am I just done with writing? I, is this over? Like and, and late night variety might be not over, but just not, you know, not accessible to a lot of new writers. There's just not that many shows anymore. And it seems like they're getting fewer and fewer but w one thing they were trying to do was make it a day rate like how fox news pays um gutfeld writers basically uh or what? maybe worse so you know normally you get like a 13-week contract for um a late night show and they renew yep. every 13 weeks and uh you know that can be that could be your entire writing career because you know once you get yep. in it's, you, you don't want to leave because it's fun and it's it's and, um, you know, that can be, some people had an entire writing career at a, at late night, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. And we'll, we'll, you know, hopefully, hopefully it does feel like, you know, if we don't draw the line on AI taking jobs, they'll take every, It'll take every job. Like it can do, it can be your lawyer. It can be this, it can be that. It can be everything if you want it, if you're willing to let it be. And where's that leave everybody? What's everyone going to 
we don't get universal basic income. So we're just supposed to have everything automated for us. And we don't, you know, that's just like the larger societal thing. That, that, that seems to writing, be one of their sticking points. Yeah. Yes. For writing, obviously, you need real people writing stuff, not chat GPT. You know, writing right. stories. I mean, it, 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 they're not going to come up with Succession or the other two or the great comedies. They they just can't. They don't have the thing that you need to be funny, you know? So anyway, uh I think it'll work. I think it will. It, just from what I've seen and um, the level of support that the I think, unions are showing seems pretty. I, well, I, uh, the Chetty, uh, the, the, the AI thing is interesting because I think that anybody can use an AI to help them write. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're going to be able to stop it, you know, but um but if, I mean, if that's one of the sticking points, go for it. But the 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 real sticking point for me is the different platforms where people are being residuals, yeah. yeah, residuals and, and where stuff is being aired, right? And how they're trying to define it as 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 not worthy of of residuals and and this type of thing. And it because the AI chat because you can't. I mean, they're not. It's not like they're playing paying the programmers either. Like no, they're getting basically free something that they'd have to pay somebody uh, a a sum well, to, to, to do punch up, right? Suspension. Like, they'd have that now that you can just plug it into your get a storyline. You can probably write it, get a lifetime, you know, kind of formulaic story, and then the thing would be to have a writer come in and punch it up and make it, make it seem like a writer wrote it, you know, which people would do because you need money, but that's you know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's uh, they're trying to make that yeah. illegal. Yeah, yeah. The, the the program generates some sort of tropes, yeah. like a, a romantic comedy or an action film or yeah. sad sack drama. But some programmer had to put all of that in there, and that person's not getting paid either. Yeah. You know they've no, and there'll be some chop shops like Tyler Perry or something where they're just like, we're gonna we're gonna AI every script. We're not even proofreading it. <laughs> we're you know we're gonna have as many uh you know computer generated characters as possible. Like it'll it'll be you know they'll be just and then they'll make the actors uh riff off of it. Yeah, yeah. And somebody will have written it, right? I mean, it's like it's how, how do you. Well, you know how in reality television, the real writers in reality television are the editors, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that, where the actors are going to have to riff and make it real. Uh, where uh, the person doing punch up or uh, doing the rewrites is a person, and they'll they're going to have to make it real. Yeah. So you have yeah. So you have to make take a stand. I so I don't think a lot of people understand actually the the nuance. No, this is bigger yeah. than writers and. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, you know, when something goes on to Netflix, you know, uh, so Netflix makes a shitload of money when people watch it, you, you know, even though it's a different model, it's a subscriber base. So you, you, but you can see who's watching it and, and why they, you know, why they're yep. probably attracted to Netflix. So they, they are making a ton of money and they just have to share a tiny percentage of it with the people who created the thing that they are, they're a distributor. Why do they mm-hmm. need 99% of the money when you're just a distributor? Mm-hmm. Why, why could 90% of the money be enough for you? And then the people that made the thing you're distributing get mm-hmm. a little chunk of that. That's it. Yeah. 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 You're not, it's not. Yeah. 
It's it's nothing that doesn't need to be done. Oh, it's blowing my nose all week. It was gross. I was I I had tons of Sudafed, Jackie. Every four hours. And, and did I, it help? Yeah, I hate having the sniffles on stage. I can't stand it. Yeah. Uh let's take another break on that um too much information moment. <laughs> Hey, it's John Moe, inviting you to listen to Depression Mode with John Moe, where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people. Famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode. I am happy to be here. Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk to you. And song exploders. Rishi K. Shearway, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on Depression Mode on Maximum Fun. I have the same too much information moment, by the way. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm psyched. After this, I'm going to take a cab over to Ron Weiss' apartment uh, and uh, and work on 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 the processes. Uh, my glasses are a hit. Uh, the new glasses i'm wearing the old ones right now okay just because okay. the new ones are wire frames and i don't want to bend them i don't i i feel like they're a little more fragile did you get them at, so, at that place that maria goes to on in uh, the, yes society of the spectacle i gotta i gotta check them out and the weird thing is see these yeah they're uh they're sort of blue and purple or uh, blue and pink yeah. they are um laura house and i have these she got a pair of these from Society of the Spectacle. I just didn't have backup glasses. And so I didn't know how much I would like the wire rims. So yeah. they're not, I don't, I, I do have backups, but I, what I have now are just two glass, two pairs of glasses I'm willing to wear. Yeah. I have uh, <laughs> these, uh, and Charmy bit the, you know, the ear can't, everything I own has chew marks on it. I'm so tired of it. I bet. When's she gonna, when's she gonna grow out of this? right she's three three or four right she's three yeah it'll take a second oh it's, my god um, I've, I've been not wanting to invest in new you know lots of my furniture has like just it just looks dingy because she chewed it as a puppy and i don't yeah. want to fix it until uh i know she's gonna not do that again so i, I just feel like i'm living in roseanne connor's house from the original <laughs> yeah. Bad. <laughs> it is what yeah it is uh it is what it is i don't oh, know okay. summon it up it is what it is and yes i i have i have pithy statements if anybody wants to uh just hang in there you guys and, uh, <laughs> just kitty cat uh, i sold t-shirts this week um oh, you? yeah yeah i did okay yeah the feature had like a display. So uh, the, we, there was a lot of, it, it was a quite a bazaar that the audience had to walk through. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's that's fine. You know, a lot of people walked happily without buying anything and uh, said goodbye without feeling self-conscious. So people are, are getting good at it. Yeah. Um, I, I was uh, at the Hyatt and I, you know, still un unable to make eye contact with um, people, sellers <laughs> of rings and things like that because yeah, yeah, it's hard to work the blow off if you're not used to 
I mean, you eventually you just gotta you just gotta commit to working on mm-hmm. working Jackie, it. Out. Why did you type in that crypto? How much? How, how much are you selling the shirts for? Oh, uh, twenty five. Okay. Yeah. And um, someone goes that is that the only color they come in? I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yes. I do not have. I do not have a. Yeah. And if you did, you would be trapped with like nine colors that nobody wanted. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so true. I'm um I'm getting Jenny Fine to do a new t-shirt for me, the bees joke. Nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. And um I've been I I've asked a bunch of different artists and everybody's super busy. And it seems like Jenny Fine is also busy. But uh but I I put it out and I'm hoping <clears throat> to have a new shirt um in the summer in the fall something like that and i might do beanies i might do beanies in the fall because they were because they're everywhere um even though it's like the museum i went to the megamart museum yeah which is a meow wolf and it's essentially um, meow wolf it's called it's called meow wolf and mega mega mart okay and it's an installation the meow wolf i think is the is the overarching thing the umbrella okay and the mega mart is uh and area 15 is the is the place where the museum is it's Mm -hmm. an interactive museum Mm -hmm. and um it's interactive and it it's essentially of like idiocracy and office space. Yeah. So it's it's funny, but it's also super chilling. Yeah. Right? Like it's just like sort of a uh I went twice this week. I went by myself because I was bored and yeah. I was wowed and I really, really liked it. And then I went back yesterday with my friends from Spokane and I was like, oh, this is actually late stage capitalism creeping me out. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Right. I mean, maybe you go once. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I brought a ton of t-shirts and my, I got a new suitcase, uh, uh, new to me, oh, good. to me for $300. I paid cash. This lady was selling yep. it in Hollywood. Right. So it's gigantic. So, uh, when I got to the airport, my, uh, it was 54 pounds and I had to rearrange, uh, on the curbs on the curb at Burbank. So gross. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I had to do the same thing because Andy, uh, uh, if you pack poorly in front of Andy Ashcraft, he will do it for you. It's a very <laughs> old school. I don't, I don't know how to iron. Please iron yeah. this. Right, right. And right. Uh, so he, it was fifty-four pounds, and so um, the other one, and on Delta because of my status, uh, my bags could weigh seventy. Oh my God! Yeah. I get that status from something like, can I get that from a credit card? I wonder you if might I- be able to. Yeah. Yeah. You should get that credit card anyway, just cause you'll get uh, like a hundred thousand. Hopefully you'll get like a hundred thousand free miles. Um, but not on Southwest. They don't, they don't play that game. Southwest has uh, you get uh, you can get a hundred thousand free miles there. Oh really? Yeah. With their credit card. Oh. And their credit card, I think is a hundred dollars a month, a hundred dollars a year. Uh-huh. Um, the the delta one is like 600 a year yeah so what you're doing is you're paying for luggage but hopefully you fly more often than because luggage is 50 bucks a a trip 
right? It would have been 75 if I had not been able to redistribute. And another yeah. woman was also doing that. We both had both with two pieces of luggage. Red right. Naked. I, I pulled all my Zimbo. And I haven't sold any merch. So I had to, I just had to re I just had to redo, you know, I'm like, that's what my luggage is right now. I'm redoing right. it right now. Yeah. So because it's gotta be under 50. It's gotta be 50 or less. So well, I had my little uh, system where I, I put little ribbons, uh, long ribbons. And for I, sizes. I, I rolled my shirts up and I had the ribbon part sticking out so so I could easily grab a shirt that was the size that somebody wanted. Uh, and it's a pain in the ass, but it was much easier when it's crunch time and there's a ton of people and you, you don't want to just take too long trying to read a L or an XL uh, on a very tiny label. So, so what do you have for, um, and this is some minutia, but we have time. Uh, how do you, how do people look at it? How to like, if they want to one that I have just out, that's my display one that has actually, what size do you you use for that? Like a large, a large, it it had a little spot on it. Uh, So Caitlin gave it to me for free. So I just use it as my display. And then the good ones I have rolled up in and, uh, just nor yeah, just normal ones, but they can get sort of an idea of the sizing if they hold the large up. Yeah, and um, that's why I don't do. That's why I don't roll them because people are like, "Well, can I take this out of this and look at it, see how big it is?" And you're like, "Of course you can, because I want you to buy it." And and mine are union, mine are union made, so I'm charging thirty for them. But my solution uh, to that problem is re-roll them afterwards. Right? No, no, you have to put them back. <laughs> yeah, and make There's a nice. solution. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's another step. That's all. So, um, but that's cool that you can just grab them. That's great. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I like it. Um, I bought, I have a couple of new outfits for the stage, which I'm kind of excited. Yeah. And, um, uh, cause Facebook has my fucking number and, uh, and <laughs> they're serving you ads. They're serving me ads. And I'm like, <laughs> You are correct. I think that that is cute. (laughs) So, and I'm also, I also, uh, I bought several pairs of very cute earrings. I went with a, I'm going with a, a larger cute earring on stage. I'm trying to bring it up a small notch without paying, uh, like Carmen and Jenny Zagrino and all these people are like, there's, there are people who do that for a living, Jackie, and I know them and you can hook up and it'll be good. And I'm like, I, I want to do it. I just, there's no time in my, I haven't had time. So I'm just impulse buying things that I'm hoping will look cute on stage. I know. I did that with my special. I was like, oh, I, did I make a bad outfit choice? Because I bought something expensive. So I'm like, it should look good. Yeah, right. Right. That is always. Uh, I bought something expensive for the last time I think I did I, when I did Corden. Yeah. And, um, and I ended up borrowing a shirt from Carmen Barones. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I'm trying to like come up with new methods to take care of myself on the road. You know, like you can't, you know, um, how you were on the road in your 20s and 30s doesn't isn't helpful when you're in your 50s, you know, and some things take longer and you have to conserve your energy. And I used to like, you know, work out right before the show started, get in the shower, like my hair was wet half the time at the club. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now I'm like, I need to rest after a workout and focus on my set and, um, yeah. and look good when I get there. So it's, uh, it, I don't know. I am, it's much more uh, regimented than it used to be. And I guess that's what happens when 
you have to if you do it right yeah you can't just you know wake up and uh, be beautiful right you can't just uh speaking of which uh mm-hmm. so i think it was wednesday night first show so i go to play blackjack and um some guy who was at the show comes and sits next to me too oh, close no too close. 34 years old yeah very handsome hitting on me ridiculous what? i love it wow do you because i was made uncomfortable uh i uh and i all like i mean at one point i did go if i were single and still drinking uh i would fuck this guy and then come back and finish my hand and uh <laughs> do you know why do you know why Lori? because i was a classy drunk anyway oh, uh, that's what i tell people about you all the time jackie about how classy I was. Yeah. Uh, so what I do, because he was, he was hitting on me and I was just trying to play. And then finally I was like, play at a different table. And then uh, the next night, still there, came and hung out with me. And he was like, come play craps with me. And, um, and so I played craps uh, twice, let's say. Yeah. Uh, once with that guy who, um, who paid for me to play and um and i and i have uh an addiction problem so i was like oh i'll play craps if someone else plays <laughs> but then once i learned how to play i went and played again with this wow player. jackie wow so i lost have an addiction problem you went I on lost, a stay with I an audience member and you were telling yourself oh he sat down next to me and paid for everything that is addiction right there marie's calling me anyway <laughs> where, where are we at Kyle? we're at 58 I think we're at Take the Call. Yeah, let's do it. Take the Call. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.